Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I'm Mike. And I happen to be Dave. Oh, cool. So uh, today we are going to be talking about songs that make us laugh. Yeah, this is a long time coming, but this was really a fun, a fun little pick. I, I had so much fun picking this stuff out. And not all these songs are funny to me, but... Some of them have a, a story. Some and, of them... Uh, and the stories are really messed up or funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just before we start, let's just say that uh, we're not videotaping these because yeah. uh, we, as much as we said it the last time... Uh, it yeah, didn't record. It didn't record. And not, not that we didn't hit the button yeah, no. or didn't take the, uh, the, the lens cap off. It, uh, no. it had a time limit. I am technically sound, but I am not used to this part of technology. Uh, in the coming weeks, we will be working on recording. It's probably going to be probably into January, late January, early February. That we'll have recording up and running if we can do video. Yeah. Um, it's going to take a little work. We might need some help uh, probably to set up. But once we get it set, it should be okay. Uh, that will also mean that we will also add um, inclusion on YouTube. Yes. Once we have video up and running and we have everything going, YouTube will be probably the best place to find us at that point. But we were still going to be on um, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't believe we're using Stitcher. Uh, we're on it though. Oh, we're on Stitcher, oh, yeah. and we're on we're on pa- Pandora, Pandora, and uh, we're Spotify. Basi- we're basically on pretty much anything you can find a podcast on, uh, because except of, for of- Podmatic. Oh, I don't know what the hell that is. Exactly, Podmatic. <laughs> it's a good site, oh, but yeah. we're not part of their group. Okay, but everywhere else, but anywhere I've, I've, you can I've search us on, out. Yeah, I found that on just about every. Yeah. I, I've had every I've had nurses walk up to me in the emergency room. Like I found your podcast. I'm like, it wasn't a secret. I'm like, it's not. It's not. We're not, I'm not talking about stuff in the ER. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm, I'm glad. I'm They're glad excited. you found it. Please tell more people. I'm like, tell everyone you hate. Right. And then if okay. they like that it, that was weird. Well, you don't tell people you like something if you're not sure about it. Oh, okay. Right. If you like it, tell tell your friends. If you yeah. hate it, tell somebody you don't like. Yeah. So today we're gonna start with something I've heard since I worked at Roxy. What's that? Scatterbrain. Oh yeah. Because. Of our angry wizard, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in case anybody doesn't know, I've known Mike for, who 20, probably uh, close to 30 years. I met him in 2000, I'm uh, sorry, 1996. So, I probably met him in the, I met him in the early 2000s, like 2002. Yeah. One, two. Yeah. And, um... This had been on on sh- on deck since, yeah. like, we used to work Friday nights at Roxy together. Mm-hmm. And I'd come in, and he'd already be there, and it'd be it's something to be playing. Yeah. And uh, this was one of those songs that randomly was on because he listens to Scatterbrain all right. the time. It's, so it comes up in his on his on his ride to on the train to work. Oh yeah, we, so, we used to, we used to listen to this on the way to the studio because I used to drive him to the studio, and uh, and this this. I don't remember if he introduced it to me or we both mutually knew about it. I'm trying to remember. Oh, but that I don't know. Either way, it was he it, definitely introduced. Right. This either to way, me. it was it was it was both of us. It, it either brought us together or he told me about it, and uh, it only makes me laugh because it's 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 an acquired taste, and some people listen to it and they can't stand it. And I, this was I don't get that. I don't I don't either. But that that's a lot. That's another bonding point between me and Mike is a lot of the stuff we listen to and we would play in the studio. You know, like the warm ups and stuff like that, or while other guys were getting ready, man, it would piss people off. And I find this funny because 
I love I love suicidal tendencies. Yes, and this very much reminds me of suicidal tendencies, and in the best way possible. And if I'm not wrong, these are New York guys. right? Yeah, these are new. This is the a New York band. guys, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I had it on CD, and then uh, you know CDs. I I don't even remember. I must have I moved so many times that I don't even know what box it's in. It's in my basement, I'm sure, somewhere. But I lost it somewhere. Yeah. And uh, at that time, uh, you know, streaming services were, were uh, you know, few and far between. Like Spotify was out. And even if it, if you had, like I think I had Spotify to begin with, and you couldn't find it on Spotify. It you wasn't did. on there. It took me so long to think of Spotify as a legit service for me. Really? Not It was a legitimate service. But for me, it was not useful because so much of what I listened to when they started wasn't available. Yeah, yeah, that's I listened to a lot of power metal. I listened to a lot of progressive stuff. None of that was on there. And and what happened was, uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's no surprise. It's, it's, it's no secret that you know I used to download so much crap illegally. On, uh, yeah, <laughs> on uh, on on Lime LimeWire Lime and, Wire. and well, Napster before you know. It, Do you want me to go through the list of of programs? Good. So we started with Napster because yeah. Napster was the granddaddy of all right. all peer-to-peer file sharing. Then you had LimeWire, Kazaa, Morpheus. Yes, Morpheus. I all of those it. were almost at the same time. Yeah. But they yeah. had the same risk. Uh you trade this the the idea of getting free music or in in Morpheus, Kazaa, and LimeWire, you could get video and programs. Yeah, I did I I did it like a, a couple of movies and then I got real nervous and I stopped. Oh, cuz I I definitely gave my computer HIV at least four times. <laughs> like full-blown AIDS. Um Wow, again. I had my computer, like, down in, I had two computers in my system. Yeah. Uh, one was literally just running Windows and, and programs. The other one is where I saved everything. Mm-hmm. So I'd have a download folder, and then I'd transfer everything to the other computer. Yeah. So one day I downloaded, I think it was a new album or something, and it rewrote all of my files into some weird format. <laughs> I had to redo everything. And it happened more than once. That's why I started backing stuff up. Yeah. And then finally so- that computer caught fire. <laughs> So, uh, I, I probably had this downloaded on an iPod or something like that. And, uh, I, I lost it. And then I, I talked to Mike and I was like, dude, I really want to listen to Scatterbrain again. I haven't heard it in so long. And he just looked at me and went, okay, and, here you go. Yeah. And you know, he, he, uh, dropboxed it to me and I was like, dude, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah. You know, and like, he, yeah. And he, anytime you you say I like something and you want it from me, yeah, you let me know. I'll give you. I have not only physical copies of some of this stuff, mm-hmm. but I have digital copies of everything I own. Well, now I can get it. I can get most of the stuff on Spotify and stuff because now it's starting to, like, uh, one of my. Yeah, uh, you've been you've been spared this, but one of my favorite ska bands is called Mephiscopheles. And I uh, want to stab you for uh, that name. It, well, you know, come on. Half the half the ska bands out there have ska in their name. Of course they do. But uh, but that's one of the, that's one of my complaints about ska. It's like yeah, um, you you have a name. Uh, it doesn't have to be the genre in the name. Right. Of course. I know. But, but it, yet it, it, they because, treat it like you anyway, have to have the genre. Anyway, they just they just came back with uh, uh, they're on Spotify now, and they were that was one of the last ones to get in there. Like I would keep looking, and one day it just popped up, and I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> My my jump into online um, streaming was actually from necessity because mm-hmm. I moved from Apple and, you know, iTunes and all that to Android. And from when I moved to Android, I couldn't use a lot of the downloading systems that I had used before. 
you know, file organization got a little funky. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's a little nuts. Yeah. So, so this is, did you, do you, did you ever have the old Atari 2600? Oh yeah. I had it later. I have, my first system was a super, uh, an, an NES. Oh, okay. So. And then my dad had found an Atari 2600 so. at a, like a, I guess you'd call it a flea market. Okay. A couple of games. We had a ColecoVision. I was about to ask you because cause there's one part of this that no one ever gets. But there was a there was a, a a game called Moon Patrol. I don't know that one. Okay, well, the the beginning riff of this song is Moon Patrol. I mean, like note for note. Is it? Yeah. After That's... after he does that whole that whole intro and it goes din, 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 that 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 little that little part with no, is Moon is Moon, it's Patrol. Moon Patrol. And I no one ever everybody's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh my god, I wish I could have the game and show you. I could probably find it on YouTube or something. Uh, I probably own it. That Raspberry Pi that I have that has all the games oh, on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has, it's 400 gigs of, of games. Right. Everything from the uh, ZX Spectrum up into the PlayStation 1. So okay. it's got to be in the in the Atari collection. Because well, it, yeah. it's every Atari game. But that opening riff is is Moon Patrol, and no one ever gets it. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. It's it's a great song, though. Like, it's as funny as it is. Yeah. It's it's a great. It reminds me of institutionalized by suicidal tendencies. And that guy would have killed me because I call everybody dude. Yeah, I, dude. <laughs> I just, no, I wish I was. Even, I'm not even being funny. I say it all the time. I call my when when my son does something he's not supposed to. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's oh, like, yeah. don't call me dude. But he does say it. Wow, yeah. that's pretty funny. But it starts from he watches Bluey. Yeah. The have you ever seen? I've seen. I no, I haven't seen. I know what it is. It's, I've never seen. It's it. the cutest kid. My, show ki- my kids are old enough that yeah. we, we were talking. I went to I went to a friend's house yesterday, and we were talking. They have a three. Uh, he's not three yet, but uh, and uh, her husband goes, you know, you 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 made it past the uh, blippy stage. I don't. Oh no, I didn't. We caught the tail end of blippy. Don't even know what that is. It's a guy. It's a guy who dressed up and. Oh wait, I have he, seen. He that. got canceled recently because I don't know. He did like weird. He, he did like weird stuff on YouTube or something beforehand. That's strange. and then he became blippy, and of course you can't have a past now. Well, you know, it's around kids it becomes dubious. No, but he didn't do this to kids, and it wasn't on his. You know, it, it was never. Uh, it was never marketed toward kids. You know, and yeah. and, and they, if they looked up blippy, this wouldn't come up. It was the guy, the actor, or whatever you know, uh, who who played it, did this stuff, dude. If I became a, you know what, what would come up in my past. Yeah, I, I can't even tell you. Well, Thank we, God it's we on joke video. Around, we <laughs> joke around about um, like we listen. We we used to listen to Opie and Anthony, and yeah. we're fans of Jim Norton. And Jim Norton has Uncle Paul. Yeah, and and um, Ted Sheckler, and those he does that for like Bob Kelly's son. No, well, Bob Kelly's son likes likes Chip. He likes he loves Chip. Yeah, but yeah. he did all those voices for for a little kid. Right, not in the same because you know Uncle right. Paul's a creep. Right, and and Ted and, Sheckler's crazy. <laughs> And what was the other one that the, the new one that I don't know the name of? There was one you told me I had to look up. Oh, one of his characters. Oh, uh, um, Doug Bell. Doug Bell. Doug Bell. There, he got a he's got a podcast called Ring Doug's Bell. Oh God, That's so terrible. <laughs> it's anyway, terrible. It is terrible. Anyway, so scatterbrain like this conversation is all over the place. Yes, in the best way. Yeah. Um, moving to the next song, <laughs> uh, we come to Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> Yeah, this was an interesting one. So Ninja Sex Party is a comedy duo that ended up getting a full band from mutual friends and, you know, co-workers 
um, their singer Danny. Uh, his character's name is Danny Sexbang. <laughs> his real name is Dan Avidan. He plays uh, video games for a living. Uh, he's a member of the Game Grumps. Um, okay. This is all far into me. I, mean, I know. No idea so what these about. these guys they play video games and talk. Kind of like we well, like are on Twitch now. or something. Or? Well, no, they do it on YouTube. They record everything. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And they do it episodically. So they play a game beginning to end, or sometimes big parts of it. Yeah. And they'll do, um, they'll do things like, um, they'll play the legend, the original Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. and they'll do it in like sixteen or seventeen parts. And they talk about games and other stuff and music and stuff mm-hmm. they like. So Dan is very much a musician. He was in. He was. In, he's from Jersey. He he was in bands in New York. Some actually really interesting stuff uh, in the mid to late 2010s. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Um, this is a comedy band. Him and his uh, his bandmate Brian Wecht. Okay. Uh, Brian is a PhD in math and plays the keyboards for fun. Okay. And then left. He t- he taught at Oxford. Left Oxford to do this band to do this full time. Is this is, this is a full time band? Like, this is their full time jobs. Really? Well, are they a they, joke band? Are they? They're funny, but they're not a joke. Uh, well, you know what I mean. I don't they're, mean like I don't mean like a a joke. Everything is of this level of silly. Oh, okay, okay. Like most of their songs, they did. Uh, they've had three cover albums under the covers one, two, and three. <laughs> but their covers are awesome, right? Like everybody wants to rule the world, and uh, I forget some of the other covers. They're so good. They did. Uh, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's so good. And they don't, they don't play but, it But that's silly. what I mean. Like, they play it seriously. Uh, that's what I was going to say. They they take music very seriously, but they do it in a silly way. Right. right. Like he dresses up in a, it's 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 hard to explain. It looks like a, a wrestler's onesie mm-hmm. with a Star of David on it. I think, I think it's in the picture. I think yeah. it's in the. In the and yeah. the other guy is Ninja Brian. He's dressed up as a ninja. Ninja Brian. Yeah. So they're 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 completely silly, but this song is hilarious. So to this me. song, this song, as hilarious as it is, right? I was listening to the words, which are just as funny, yes. because it, the setup is hilarious. That you basically bring a girl. It, it's I wrote down on, on my notes. It's it, it brought back teenage nightmares. Yes, we're you know? interrupting parents. Right, you have to keep quiet and sneak them around. Right, my parents were asleep, and it. Shh, shh, I would never say welcome to my parents. Your high ears are so loud. Daddy's a light sleeper with (laughs) a moan after it. (laughs) Right. But the whole thing is that I'm listening to it. And and the vibe I got was um, uh, most Will Ferrell characters like in Step Brothers and where he's like that immature adult. Wedding crashes. Right. Yeah. Screaming mother meatloaf. Yeah. I don't even know what she does. She's doing back there. But that's immediately it came to uh, uh, Will Ferrell. And those characters, and I, and and it, it made me chuckle again at the song, you know, not just thinking of my youthful years, y- right, right, but but also of of this adult singing this. Yes, this is he's a year older than me. Okay, so he's now he's over 40s. forty. Yeah, yeah, he's over forty, and the idea is that he is awkward, goofy guy. Right, he's now married. Yeah. Uh, they his wife works on the on the same video game channel as he does. Uh-huh. They're they're just one big family. Danny and his wife work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron and his wife work on it. Brian and I think his wife does something with the channel. Um, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But this this band, the backing band, is also another band. The the they're the Tupperware Party me, uh, remix. Mm-hmm. They literally play like video game music, and they're really talented musicians. Yeah. But they dress like one guy's dressed like a lion. One guy's right. got like a traffic cone on his head and a robot suit. The drummer looks like um, 
he looks like the ABC warrior from Judge Dredd, from the Stallone Judge Dredd. Uh-huh. It, it's it's funny, but then you listen to them and they're hilarious. Yeah. And this is another one of those where you pick a Ninja Sex Party song. This is the one that makes me laugh. The one that my wife likes is uh, Danny Don't You Know, the one where he talks to his younger self, telling him, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. You're going to be super popular. <laughs> yeah. And he's lying through his fucking right, teeth. Right, right, The The middle of the song, he breaks down. It's one of those clapping breaks. And they start singing his name, D-A-N-N-Y. Uh-huh. And it, it ends with uh, D-A-N-N-Y, he's not afraid to cry. <laughs> D-A-N-N-Y, he cries and cries and cries and cries. He's like, okay, guys, very helpful. Thank you. But this song is just so... Yeah. This, talking this... about the dog and his dad's a light sleeper and his mom left out snacks. <laughs> Can you believe this shit is free? Yeah, what do we say? We have different juices, oh, mangoes. We have so many. We have so, so many so juices. So many juices. It really, I really like this one. I, Guava I, and apple and mango and yeah. apple. So many fucking fruits. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm man. so glad that you enjoyed that because yeah. I love these guys and I love them for how silly they are. Mm-hmm. They have songs like, um, they, and they, they run the gamut of how embarrassing they are for, for themselves. Um, <laughs> There's one called Party of Three, where the guy's talking about getting ready to go on a date yeah. and reminding her that Ninja Brian's going to be there, like right <laughs> next to her, staring at her. Um, then there's uh, there's one, I forget, I forget what it's called, but there's one where every, every it's oh, oh orgy for one. He's invited, <laughs> he invites all these girls, and they all say no. They're all busy, and he talks about their excuses. And he goes, I guess I'm going to be the only one. And That's I great. love how silly that That's is. That's funny. And these guys, they're just so, so funny. Yeah. Speaking of goofy, we're going to talk about the next band, and that's the Bloodhound Gang. Yes. And I forgot these guys existed. Well, you know what's funny about they, these guys is they, they they came out just around the end of high school for me. I want to say... Right? Were they 90s? Yeah. I thought they were early 2000s. Oh, no, no, no. no was, they, I, was I late to the game with these yes. guys? Yes. I guess. Yeah. Cause I this album the album that uh, well the song we're talking about is uh, Firewater Burn yes from when one fierce beer coaster yeah which is I want to say came out in like ninety four ninety three no. yeah really yeah and uh, and uh, so this song I, I love it because it came out right when all those rap metal bands were coming out yes right and it was 96 by the way i just checked was it 96 okay 96. okay i knew it was right around the that was I, my that was my freshman oh, year wow. so of was, high school well i was out of high school two years 95 it was 95 96 that was the yeah. end of my freshman year yeah yeah i, I graduated in 94 this is actually this probably came out right as that kid handed me those cds <laughs> this, that kid joe randazzo literally mm-hmm. just turned around in summer school because i'm an idiot and i had to go to summer school <laughs> so it's so funny because this guy, it takes that rap metal thing and he, he makes fun of it. Yes. Now, I listened to this stuff and I, you know, going through this, through this whole list, it was so funny how influential this was on my, on UFK. Like when we started, we weren't, we weren't a joke band, but we had serious songs and then you could tell the songs I wrote <laughs> because they were, so I had serious songs, Punch, but punching the, the clown. Uh, I don't think I wrote that one. Oh God! I think I think that th- sounds like Mike. That Mike. I think that was Mike. I did the drunk song. I did. Uh, uh, there was another one we did. Uh, uh, the forty song. Yeah, a lot of drinking. I was gonna what say a hell? lot of that. A lot of that I never heard because 
the EP is a lot of what I, when they said you want to learn this stuff. Yeah, they handed me the EP. Right, because I, I, the funny thing is, do you remember Kevin Castle? Do you remember? Of course, I I know Kevin Castle. Right. It's not we're not. He's not my best friend, his, but he I know of him. His, I don't think he remembers who I am. His description of UFK always makes me laugh because he goes, UFK. He goes, I've never seen the evolution of a band go from, you know, fun and 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 you know, jokey to dead serious and heavy. He was like, I've never seen the evolution of a band get so serious. And we, UFK was, we were only, we were around for, uh, in total, five years? Because we broke up and then we got back together. So it was, you know, if you, if you put it all together, I would say like five years. And uh, yeah, we got super serious. Uh, but these songs, like the Bloodhound Gang, and 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 scatterbrain, they they were definitely. I never realized how big of an influence the jokey stuff was on me. You know, like, I get that. As, I, as, I definitely understand that because, like, we when we were talking about this earlier, I talked to, like Firewater Burns a funny song, right? But there are other songs that are so weird. And, oh yeah, yeah. And I thought like the lap dance is so much better when the stripper's crying <laughs> is a funny song, and it's not only funny because of that title, right? It's it's done on a Casio keyboard, right? And it's done with like this country twang mm-hmm. to his to his voice. Well, that's the same thing with this. He, he's he's rapping, yeah, and, and terribly. And, but that's the whole point. And, and 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 he's putting himself down. But the lyrically, I think he's a genius. Well, he what he's saying and how he's saying it is hilarious, right. and that what makes it smart, right? Uh, I'm it's hung like planet Pluto, <laughs> hard to see with the naked eye. It's, but if I crash into Uranus, I'll stick it when the sun don't shine. Come on, man! It's it's almost <laughs> it's almost Shakespearean in, right. in its terribleness. <laughs> like it's so it's so bad, it's almost iconic. Right. The first time my hello, my name is Jimmy Pop, and I'm a dumb white guy. Well, he puts it right out there. Yeah. Step step one, admit your problems. Right, right, right. Step two, <sighs> money. So good. <laughs> it but, is great. And also, uh, I think they stuck around a little longer than they would have because uh, they were also. Involved with those because uh, I, I guess they were from there. I never realized it, but Bam Margera and all the all the CKY guys. Uh huh. Yeah, those. Are, that is a that is a very weird microcosm of music and and, and skate culture. Well, they it, Bam. I, I was I've been watching Bam since the beginning. I knew him way before Jackass and all that stuff. We used I, to. I didn't. I we actually, used to have the VHS tapes. We used to. I used to have the be the, the bootlegs. And, I have a funny story about that. And we used to watch them and laugh our uh, crying. Crying. In fact, so much so that when Jackass came out, I was angry because it was toned down. Because yeah, and because Johnny Knoxville apparently was doing that on the West Coast, but it wasn't the same thing. Mm-mm. You know, there was a definite styles right. clash, there. and a lot of the guys from CKY were not in Jackass. Some of them would make guest appearances, and but CKY itself, the but band, the and band. Ryan Dunn, Chris Rab, Ray Young, right. um uh, Brennan DiCamillo right the the original members right are they're they're there in in flux right in jackass but not to the extent right that they should and, and they're not even like like hey this guy's a star of CKY they're background characters yeah which really annoyed me because in CKY they were right up front well Raycon didn't I don't remember his real name but uh he, he couldn't do the TV wasn't thing. he a professor or something isn't he like a teacher or chemical something? engineer I knew he was, yeah, I knew he was yeah, something he, like, like he's a like ser- a genius. Chemical engineer didn't like mustard. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember about Ray Young, other than him screaming at the top <laughs> of his lungs. But see, the CKY stuff now makes me terrified having children. 
Oh, that they would act like that? Uh, but what they would do to Phil. <laughs> Fucking Bam pissed on him while he was sleeping one time. And I laughed my ass off. If I think about that now, if my kid came in and pissed on me, I mean, when they were teenagers, my kids are little. But like, if they pissed on me right now, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But as a teen, I would kill them. It's I would be in jail because I would kill my kid. That would be the first step towards <laughs> me sending my child to... Not military school, but uh, to a literal Russian gulag. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to put myself in jail over this. I'm going to put you in jail over this. <laughs> but, I mean, but the, but that's where, you know. We have similar can- DNA. I think I can frame you for something. <laughs> yeah, think, right? <laughs> yeah. But but, but, the, but that, that I never realized that they were a part of that. I don't know if they were really part of that crew or, you know. They were in that satellite. Yeah. Group. Like, even though um, because of the artwork and stuff. Um, Bam got very affiliated with him, his Infernal Majesty, the, yes. the goth man. Yes. And they became part of that group, even yeah. though they were a very negative influence on on Bam yeah. long term. Uh, he made a million off of them. He uh, literally millions of dollars yeah. off of their design, the, the design he made for mm-hmm. them, and um, his his video work that he was did that for his them. downfall. I didn't. It's it wasn't his downfall. His downfall was the alcoholism. Death, well, it's the death of Ryan Dunn that really made yes, him go off the rails. Yes, that was terrible. and I don't. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. He's trying so hard to straighten his life out. Well, he just got out of the hospital. Yep, uh, and he had I think focal pneumonia. He had something. Yeah, he had he had COVID and pneumonia. Something yeah, like that. it was multifocal pneumonia and COVID. But th- that's neither here nor there. Right. That's yeah. That's you know. I, Love him or hate him as a as a content creator mm-hmm. or as an artist. Um, those videos he made for him and the stuff he did, the skate videos, mm-hmm. were fantastic. Yeah. And and I that was teenage stuff. He was yeah. a genius when he was since he was a teenager. He was he was very visual. His visual art is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the stuff like he's trying to do like a rap album or something. I'm not I don't yeah. care. But. No. And well, it's not the rap part the, of it that bothers me. It's the it's I'm not. But that's you know what's funny is is and uh, you can call it gatekeeping or whatever, but I hate when what I like gets famous because it always changes. Like I would have loved CKY videos, underground CKY videos till forever. Yeah, but then you become jackass, and then I watch. And now, don't get me wrong, I love jackass. We haven't seen the new one. I just started showing my 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 older son jackass. Oh yeah, he's about the age. Holy, dude, the belly laughs from him, and I'm like, this is it. You get it. He gets it, and and I and I love showing him stuff like this, especially now that he's getting older. And I get, yeah. I showed him Beavis and Butthead a couple. Of, he didn't get a couple of things. He asked. <laughs> oh, here they we said go. they said they were they were watching videos or something. <laughs> Butthead said to Beavis that he was gonna play with himself later on. And he didn't get a video. And he didn't, but he asked, "What does that mean?" And I went, "Oh boy, here we go." Got a couple of years on and, that. No, I told him. Okay. I but very basic. Yeah. I didn't tell him what yeah, it meant. You don't need. But but I and he was like, "What? That's so He didn't get it. He didn't he didn't identify with no, it. No. I told him is, what it was, yeah. but I told him it's, it's playing with your peach. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and he was like, "What?" Now this kid's going to go home and think, "I got to bat it around <laughs> like a kitten." <laughs> but he didn't cuz you have kittens in the house funny, and they do that. <laughs> but it's funny cuz he didn't get it. He just thought it was gross. He was like, "What?" You know? But it was funny to to, to show him these things. And, and as soon as it happened, as soon as it happened on st- on, on screen, I went Oh boy! Here we Cause go. Because I saw he was laughing. He was laughing. And as soon as that happened, he stopped laughing. and went, "Huh?" And I went, "Oh boy!" But uh, but it's it, listen. Having boys is so funny. Yeah, you know it's it's hilarious. Yeah. There's always something new and weird, right? So, 
But I get to show him these things now. I haven't shown him CKY though. Before Christmas, <laughs> my son went to a breakfast with Santa uh-huh. event. And uh, my wife and I didn't go with him. His grandparents took him with his cousins to this event. Jenny and I, I was actually not feeling well. My wife had worked the night before, so she was exhausted. So they we meet up for lunch. We meet them for lunch. And it's, it's hilarious because he comes to me and says, uh, that wasn't Santa. I go, well, who do you think it was? And he looked at me with the straightest face and said, probably some low-level elf. Wow. And I was like, I, yeah, right. if there's is any it, proof that this is my kid. Is it not amazing how the vocabulary that they use? Like like my, my, my eight-year-old comes out with some things that I don't even understand. Like like the voca- the vocabulary they have is amazing. Well, better than I ever did when I was a kid. They're sponges. Yeah, they're but, absolute sponges. But I, 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 you know, and I, I believe that they, they're teaching them better. I, yes and no. I, I yes and no. They make my kids read every day. I never had to read coming out of school. I my kids have to read every day and write it down, and I have to sign it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think my son has to too. I'm I'm unfortunately not home. Yeah, yeah. But for but I mean, the reading and writing section. But I see. I, I and you know what's funny? As much as I hate Common Core, and I don't, I understand why they do it. I understand why they do it. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but I, un, I like like. Well, doesn't it just? It, one of the things it, it, it takes it, away is language. Like you don't do you need necessarily need to be able to read and write in English to do the math. They do. It's problem. It's problem solving. Well, there's problem solving, but there's, it's just, it's more to, I think it's more to assist with, because the reasons com, uh, they use common core is that it crosses, because math, it's more there's visual. a universal math and then there's a common math. Right. Universal math is very much an American thing. Right. And it's very much um, an American method. They're trying to use the same method across all boards. But here's the thing is, it works. If my it kids, works, it works. My kids... They, when you, my son, uh, my, my older son is, I haven't test, tested him recently, but he used to be able to do like, like complex addition in his head. That's great. I don't mean like, like if you told me what's 25 plus 53, I'd have to sit there and be like, uh, you know, and I would say, no, thank you. I can right. I can give him numbers in the 10 thousands. Really? And he. It'll take him a second, but he sits there and he goes and he tells me the thing. And I'm on my phone putting it in. And he gets it. That's crazy. So it is. It's nuts. And I thought it was I thought it was weird that my son was able to do um multiplication on his own. Yeah. Like he's multiplying. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know how he learned that because I don't know if I taught him that. The times tables. Yeah. One one of my sons can do the nine times table to like a thousand, whatever. He just goes and goes and goes. And I'm like, Whose kids are you? Because when I started learning the times tables, if it wasn't five or ten, I was a dummy. I would get to a certain point and I'd be like, uh, you know. The the irony of education for me was in Catholic school, uh, what they did was they would force you to learn the times tables. Literally, they'd put it up on the board. Yeah. And then you'd learn it and then they'd have you turn away and they'd tell you nine times nine and the 81 but that's it that's memorization yeah that's what they did to us but because of that like i can visualize that in my head uh-huh. and i can do anything from one to twelve one to twelve across the board right. across right. the grid no my, my son could go to like instant uh, instinctually he can go to like the 25th 
He could just keep going, keep going, keep and going. And because of computer science education, I can do exponents. Mm-hmm. And I was teaching my son the other day, you know, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128. And we went into the 4,000s. Jesus. And yeah. it's just, that's because with computers, everything is in doubles. Right. So 1, 2, 4, 8. Oh, yes. Everything doubles over. And yeah. I once was we, trying once to, we get to 16, I'd be done. 32? Mm-hmm. 32, 32 64, yeah, okay. 128, 256, right, 5, 12, 10, 24, <laughs> 20, 48, 40, 96. It just keeps going. Dave, yet again, how the fuck did we get here? We're talking about music. Why are we know. talking about the know. fucking education? education. That's good. <laughs> yes. Education system. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we'll go to the next song then. Yeah, please. Uh, check out check out Jackass. Check out Bam Margera. Uh, check out Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. Well, back to music. All right. So now the next one is Benny Mardonez, Into the Night. Which, by the way, you asshole. <laughs> Why? What did I do? Because I looked at it before, you know, when you, send, when you send your thing, I look and I go, what the fuck is this on here for? <laughs> and then the first line happens and I go, you asshole. <laughs> so for the record, what he's mentioning is the fact that um, the first line in the song is just, uh, she's just 16 years old. Leave, Leave her alone. <laughs> they say, which is the creepiest thing you can have, which could have been song. on in, in a, in an episode or two. We're doing cringe songs. Oh, yeah. And this could have been on well, there. The cringe songs are cringe songs by good bands. This is Benny uh, Mardonez's hit. Yes. The other thing is, if you look at the album cover, Benny Mardonez looks like a sexual predator. <laughs> and he's singing a sexual predator it song. It is a terrible... Wow. You know what's funny is, is is that this song has been on the radio. I don't even know if it's still on the radio now. I don't know if they'll allow it. Any oldies. They no, they still play, play it? it. No, nobody notices. How? How? It's the first line. People don't listen. They don't listen. Do I, you know how many weddings I've been at and this is the song people dance to? Get the hell out Slow of here. Slow dance? Yeah, but... This can't be somebody's wedding song. No, I don't know if it's their wedding yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Are you telling I a hope, story we should I hope know. their marriage lasts because this song is insane, but, and it just keeps. It, it, it's I, like doubling down on if itself. If I could fly, I'd fly you away. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he says. Uh, if I could fly, I'd lift you up. I'd take you into the night and sh- show you a I love, love like that, you've never oh seen. Oh my god! Yeah, which she's never seen because she's sixteen. Yeah, she's too young for this. Oh my god! Which you said in the beginning, you know. Yes. There's actually other songs like Gary Puckett and the Union Gap Band's Young Girl. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch. super creepy. But this song always makes me laugh because I've heard it at every wedding. I've probably, like every wedding, every white wedding, like okay. every, every white family Racist. wedding, uh, this has been on the but, list. But and, and the funny thing is, is that when you played this, I think the person, I think what actually pointed it out to me was Opie and Anthony. When when I that think was, Anthony pointed it out, that so, was not the first time I had heard the reference to it because I had heard. I, I think this was this was one of the first times, and which brings me to uh, this list because oh, I had a fight myself for what from put it. Do you remember the the most uh, offensive song contest? Oh yeah, I I the only reason I I, I chose not to no we put can't you can't no you can't they're so inappropriate no you can't. exactly they're they were, so offensive I looked them up when we were doing this yeah. I I, I YouTube them holy crap there were so, I can't even believe they were allowed to do I'm, it on I'm the only going to reference them by the covers that they are so <sighs> secret agent man yeah cannot play um no, imagine I, I, dude stuck in the middle with you none of them I can tell you one of the one of the one of the, one of the titles and it's and it's it, it's not 
it, it was an original song that somebody sent in. Was Camp Concentration? Oh uh, yeah, it was terrible. Holy the- crap! Uh, most people don't realize that half of those were Brother Joe, his uh, uh, Anthony Cumia's uh, uh, brother. Not all of them. No, this was a contest. No, some of them. No, I know a some good amount of them were sent in by yeah. Joe because he just kept going. Um, there is one from that group that is a constant in my life. Their version of "We Built This City." Uh, so I, I wait. You I, don't remember? It's called "My Dick's My All Dick's Shitty." My Dick's All Shitty. Yes, it's such a terrible song. It's it's <laughs> it's horrible oh, and offensive. God. <laughs> now, I hate to say it, that is in my regular playlist. Yes. Because it makes me laugh. Yeah. But I didn't want to put that on this no, list but, because of how offensive right, it is. Right, right. But, 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 that, but that's this song reminded it, oh, yeah. it clicked right in as soon as, uh, as, soon as I, I heard it. Yeah, this, this and, song is, is funny because it's so inappropriate for the content, like in, for, the, for the context that it's put in normally. Right. It's being serious. That's yes. what's scary. Yes. He's singing it seriously. It is creepy. And then my favorite part of the whole thing is that somebody thought it'd be a good idea to keep keep it going. And this became a popular song for weddings and uh, yeah. for romantic stuff. I've seen this on like Love's Greatest Hits. One Get of those compilations. Then there's, then there's, you know, she's only 17. You know, I forget the band that did that. It was 17. Uh, yeah, there's um, that's Winger. Winger. Christine sixteen was Kiss. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of. But that's what I mean. Songs. Is like there's so many of those out there that you yeah. never even. Realized uh, Kiss had another one Going Blind They have all these Crazy songs Right um, But this This was a level of Inappropriate That It's It's, it's, it's inappropriate It's but, in the funny songs Because it's so And per, The personal side of this Is I found this so funny I had this played At my wedding You did Four times Why Because it's hilarious. Oh, okay. Your purpose. I thought I I did it as a as a nod to my friends. Yeah. So every time it would start, somebody do the quick head turn to me and laugh. Right. So and it would play all the way through four times. The DJ played it once while we were setting everything up because my wife and I did a lot of the table setup. Yeah. Because she had like chargers and candles and stuff. So as we're setting up, the DJ's start setting up and getting everything ready and playing it. And he's like, why do you have this on the list four times? <laughs> I said, do play it. it and listen to the words. And as he listened to the first words, he goes, yeah. he goes, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I go, every one of my friends is going to giggle at this. Right. And that's uh, more than anything. Like, I wanted that day to be special, but I also wanted to have fun. Right, right. So our cocktail well, stuff was Alex Skolnick Trio playing Detroit Rock City and and War Pigs they, in dude, jazz. They they played they played Seek and Destroy at my wedding. My we my wife uh, was it Sean and Ashauna, um, my best friends. Yeah, their um, their husband and wife, uh, their best man, Matron of Honor. They walked in first to Caligula. By Feared. Uh-huh. Feared is a band with uh, Ola England from YouTube mm-hmm. as he's their guitarist and main writer. It is, we picked the instrumental because we didn't need the vocals. It is brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. And my wife and I then walked into it with my son sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> like I was holding up a wrestling belt. We came into the, the last song in Star Wars and I wanted to come into the Imperial March, but. That would have been funny. But our friends got married uh, about a year before us. And came into that night was like, God, they stole it. So my parents and her parents walked into, uh, we've got a situation here by um, the damn things. Yeah. Uh, the Scottian, um, 
the Scotty and that, yeah, like yeah. Scott, Scotty and members of Fallout Boy, and yeah. it was really good. Yeah. And it was really funny because my parents are like, "Really? Yeah, you couldn't put something normal on." I go, "This is no. as normal as you're going to get from yeah. us." That's like, yeah. We came into this to, the, and if I could have gotten end. my son to walk in on his own, yeah. he would have had his own separate thing. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, they, we came into that. Our friends came into the, uh, that, um, that one from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, the the one where they're playing tetherball at the end. I think so. I think yeah. Uh, strange love triangle. I, you know what? I don't. I'd have to ask my wife. I don't remember offhand, but uh, but uh, yeah. So so this this one I'm done with. I'm done with this one. <laughs> you loved it. Don't pretend you I don't did. love I that did. song. I did, but <laughs> it's an awesome song. But I'm, we're gonna move on. I'm gonna go to my next one to the Dennis Leary masterpiece. Yes, asshole. asshole. From the album, which also is inappropriate, No Cure, no for, cure cancer. for Cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, this song is amazing. He does say some messed up shit. Well, you know what's amazing about me, about this song, is that it makes me laugh only because it's, it's I've done some of those things. But he's a man ahead of his time because I personally think that now everyone's an asshole. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of fallen to that Be, way. Being an asshole is the norm now. Yeah, that's you know. bad. So, so, um, but this song back in the day, I think this came out in 96. Uh, hang on. I will double check. But it, it, it fits so well because it was his type of comedy. 93. All right. It was 1993. I'm all over the place with these. Usually I'm pretty good with, uh. Well, it's, it's, this is not one of those things you need to memorize. Right. Of course. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 he's a man ahead of his time with this one. Oh, Absolutely. It was it was so and the entire album's hilarious. Yeah, talking about Babe Ruth and Babe Ruth being the first American to have a voice box, screaming into <laughs> into the microphone stuck to his neck was funny. Right. This song was hilarious, and he, I think he almost got a Grammy for it. I think he did, and I think this is what uh, shot him to stardom. Uh, the really the 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 MTV vignettes, him complaining. Oh, which yeah. led to this, to this, right? And that, but but I mean, now he's a, I, I, a legit TV star. Oh, yeah. And he hasn't done anything. Re- well, no, I think he has. I just don't watch it. It's probably on one of the one of the channels one of we the, don't have. One of, no, one of the streaming services. But you know, the last thing I remember him on was uh, Rescue Me, which was amazing, right? And uh, and but he he's a, a good actor. He's a great actor, and 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 a funny dude. Very. He's he's also in a group of. Guys who are so funny, right? And he I came up right. The Colin Quinns and and Colin uh, Quinn, um, Paul Tompkins, yeah, Lenny Clark, and Lenny Clark is my favorite. He became an actor, also, wasn't he? On some of those shows, he was, with, he was on Rescue Me, right. and he was also on was I forget was it the Squad, the one uh, he the know. police show that Dennis yeah. Leary did. I don't remember the name of that, but one. he did that a police show, yeah. and he was also I Lenny Clark that, was also yeah. on that. Yeah, um, half of those guys ended up in like movies like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, right. and working with, with um, Adam Sandler. Um, Lenny Clark Adam is Ferrara's resp- part of that group too, right? Uh, yes Adam Ferrara was Adam also Ferrara. on uh, Rescue Me, wasn't yes. he? You know? Yeah, it's a, that whole group And that's that's one of those He's hilarious I saw Adam Ferrara live and he was great um, Lenny Clark is responsible for one of Well, two of my favorite Boston stories Yeah Because these are all Boston guys Right Well, not, uh, not uh, uh, Adam Ferrara Adam, Adam Ferrara's a Long Island, a Long Island guy. guy Yeah, And we know that from Opie and Anthony Yeah Because he used to he, well, he was good da- friends with uh, Anthony Oh, he dated Anthony's sister Yeah he dated. Uh, yeah, they knew each other since they were kids. Yeah, but um, Lenny Clark ran for uh, mayor of Boston. Uh uh-huh. And his uh, his motto, his slogan was "Fuck the Kennedys." Okay. 
So it was he wasn't taking it seriously at right. all. He also stole a city bus and was driving people to work. Really? Yeah. In Boston. In Boston. Okay. Yeah. This is when he was a teenager or like no, as an adult. No. This is when he was running for for office. What? Yeah. Okay. He was out of his goddamn mind. Yeah. He's probably on coke. <laughs> I mean, he these guys are hilarious, but obviously, you know, something had to influence these decisions. Right, of course. Yeah. Paul F. Tompkins. Um very Oh, the other one is Dana Gould. Yes. Because Dana Gould is, was who, from Maine, I believe, and who, ended up down in Boston. Who uh, I I saw a, 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 a clip the other day of Dana Gould, and it was very funny. But I don't, I don't find him very funny. Oh, I love him so much. See, we had this conversation before. I don't know if we had it on the, on the podcast, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't find him personally funny. I love his, I love his interviews. Yeah. Like, his interviews are hilarious. Yeah. And his stand-up, like, I won't say all of it, yeah. but his references. Right. Like he's a he's a horror nerd. He's a movie nerd. He yeah. does that podcast, um, talking with Doctor Z. I have no idea. So he dresses up like Doctor Zayas. He has the Doctor. Get Zayas, the hell out of here! And he does interviews All as right. Doctor Zayas. Damn, you're gonna turn me around on Dana Gould, dude. <laughs> he is so funny, and it's he he he's the one who made Stan versus Evil. Okay, huh. which uh, the John McGinley series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who who founded that. All right, he's a main writer producer. Yeah, he's he's. Old school horror, old school schlock, and and uh, and sci-fi. He's, right. he's one of to, those guys. I may have to give it a second shot because I've heard some interviews with him. And what turns me off is 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 uh, and and this was pointed out through Jim Norton and stuff like that. Is that the guy who comes on to the interview and tries to do his bits? I he I, he used to be that way. Yeah, and I feel like. He's fallen away from Maybe that. Maybe somebody got to him and said, "Hey, just just be yourself. Just be funny." Because yeah. he's so he's so. Because funny. that is that is one thing that once it was pointed out, and it's I I, I catch it, and I when I see, I'm like, Ugh. well, those guys, especially the 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 old Opie and Anthony uh, group, they were very much against guys coming on and trying to do their stuff. Right, right. Because they felt like we want to get to know you. Right, and that's one of the things they beat up. I want personally to find out why you're funny. Do you remember Otto and George? Of course I remember okay. Otto and George. So for those who don't know, Otto and George, Otto was a, Otto Peterson was a stand-up comedian. But he was a real guy, by the way. He was a real guy. You would think that Otto would be the, Yeah, Otto would be the, the puppet's puppet. name. No, he's no, the real guy. George is the puppet. George sat on, on Otto's lap and was uh, basically his internal monologue. It was all the things right. he thought and thought he couldn't say out loud. <laughs> so George would say it. So he would sit there and turn and go, he'd just stare at him and goes, what are you doing, you fucking fake? Yeah, he oh, just God. rip him, rip himself right. to shreds. It was through his, George, it, yeah, right? It was his internal monologue. And yeah, Opie and Anthony had him on a few times, and oh. he was basically trying to be funny. And one day, he was just—they were in between like commercials, like they were in commercials or something—and he's sitting there reading the paper, and George is reading the paper too. Oh yeah, they said his and head they, was moving. Yeah, and his yeah, head like, was, like yeah. he was reading along. Yeah, and he wasn't reading in the same speed a, as Otto. Right, and it wasn't a joke. It and was him being him. It was him being him. And they go, "This is what you need to do yeah. on the radio. Stop doing your bits and be you." Yeah, and I. It was I, his split personality. It was his goofy split personality, yeah. and him talking about getting stabbed in Central Park. Uh, well, George got stabbed in right. Central Park <laughs> because somebody on PCP. Was watching the puppet and got freaked out. Yelled El Diablo and stabbed <laughs> Otto puppet. in the hand. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Otto died. Otto, Otto uh, was a he, and and he never got as popular as I think he oh, should. Oh, he deserved. He deserved. Holy the world. crap! He's he's loved by people you would never expect. Right. Like because he was technically a prop act, and a lot of comics don't like prop acts. And 
well, we all, everybody knows Jeff Dunham. Yeah. And he complained about Jeff Dunham working in the same places at the same times as him. Yeah. And that's, that's valid. That's a valid argument. Right. But then you'd have, you know, he'd play Vegas mm-hmm. and um, David Copperfield would sneak in and watch every performance that Otto did. Yeah. He owned the original George. He bought the he original bought the, George. Yeah, yeah. He was obsessed with, uh, with um, Otto. Yeah. And with good reason. Which is amazing, right? How, how, is, how is Otto and George not, a, were not a bigger? Yeah. Well, Penn and Teller loved him. Yeah. You know, the, you know, after he passed, these people, they weren't coming right, for they, attention. They came out of the woodwork they saying, were, yeah. They were saying, oh, yeah. I'm so sad he's gone. You know, right. we love him. We loved him. We loved his work. And, you know, he had like two comedy albums, A Boy in His Log and I forget the name of the other one. <laughs> oh, The Boy in His but Log he, is amazing. But here's the funny thing is, right? Here, here, just just before I said I hated that CKY got famous, right? And here I am going, man, Otto and George would have been so much more famous and I would have hated it. <laughs> You probably would have. <laughs> had you ever seen the pig roast? I don't know. What is that? It was a YouTube, uh, like a YouTube mini series yeah. of Vin, uh, not Vinny. It's like a little variety show that Otto put together. No, I never. He'd saw interview that. people. Yeah. and make you know his. He had he had a guy who stuttered as his announcer, uh-huh. and he do he'd have people dancing. It's, it's random goofy stuff. Yeah, it's just been it's it's nutty. Yeah, but it was so good. And he was planning on doing more of that when he passed. Yeah, and it was unfortunate. Yeah, but but yeah, but that that. Brings us all back to Dennis Leary and, and Dennis and, Leary, and I. This is the other thing. Lock and Load had his second album yeah. had a couple of funny things on it too. Yeah, Life's Gonna Suck mm. and um, the thing about the Kennedys has has he done any recent albums or is he I don't just think so? No, right? I know I, he does stand up here and there, right? But, but he's I don't mostly think acting he's, now. I think he's acting and writing. Yeah, because writing production and then acting here and there. Right. So yeah, he's he he's phenomenal. This song is awesome. <laughs> I can't believe it's this old. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So now we get to the good one. Go ahead. So cuz this is like this is like the this is going to be the 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 podcast anthem after a while. Oh, I if I could get this as our as our uh, intro, my wife would kill me. She would absolutely murder me. So go ahead. This is House on Fire by Slam Bamboo. Now we spoke about this a few We have talked about this before. I can't tell you. You you've made this Now I know your wife hates it. But when you sent me this playlist and I saw this on it, I got excited. <laughs> I was so happy to see you get excited about it. And the funny thing is, is that the song is not funny. It's not it's funny. It's not a funny song. But it makes me laugh because right. of how mad it makes right. my wife. And what makes me laugh about it is that Trent Reznor's in it. <laughs> how fucking random is that? The guy who wrote Hurt plays well, keyboards for a song that says... My love for you, uh, my desire burns for you like a house on fire. It is so cheesy. It is the worst song. It, it is, really, it's not the and worst, it's but, so eighties and yeah. early nineties with the the synth drums. It feels so cheesy and oh. cheap, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's an enjoyable like it's not a it's not a complicated song. It's not. Come on, we can get the rights to this for like four bucks, right? I could probably talk to the guy. Like I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I the, the way I found this was the singer had posted it on YouTube. Because the, the the anniversary of the album coming out had passed, and he had the video of them playing on TV, right? Including Trent Reznor in the background, right? Looking like Trent Reznor, and yeah. the rest of them looking like. You showed me that video. It, it became oh, I'll never listen to this song on purpose, but I'll never forget it. Do you know how many times my son will lean in and whisper, "Daddy, play Slam Bamboo"? 
<laughs> and I have to tell him she heard. Yeah. <laughs> we got to wait till she's not paying attention. We oh. both love how mad it makes her. Like I've seen, I've watched her. I've gotten her out of the bed and out of the room while laying down uh-huh. just by playing the song. Yeah. Not that I wanted her out of the room. Right. Just, just, to, just to make her laugh. It doesn't just even to make, make you her laugh. laugh. To make me laugh. Yeah. And to make Devin laugh. Yeah. And it's, it's not a funny song. No. It's, it's not a particularly amazing song either. Or it's not a particularly bad song. No, it's, it's a yes. meh. It's yeah. like you'd hear it on the radio and you'd be like, yeah, this is all yeah. right. It would never, it would never get, you wouldn't remember it until somebody brought it up to you. Like I do on a, on a regular basis. Right. But, but this making this part of the list, it made me so happy. <laughs> I'm glad it brought joy to yes. more than just myself. Yes. And I'm glad, I hope it brings joy or rage to at least one other person. Well, I know my wife hates it. You have to, because, because it wasn't a part of an actual list. So for this episode, please put the YouTube. Oh, put the, put the YouTube link every for the for the oh, for, for the, the video for the video. So I'll add for this time for this time I will add the link to the uh, YouTube music playlist. Right, and, and this video and this video, please. If you know what I might do, if for the ones that have videos, I might just include links yeah, yeah. to all their videos. Yeah, that's all. Because welcome to my parents' house. I think Firewater Burn has a yes, video. Yes, yes. Um, I hope Into the Night does not. I think it does. It's probably oh. it's probably one of those ones where he's singing in the moonlight or something. Yeah. Um, Asshole by Asshole Dennis Larry definitely has one. House on Fire has one. Uh, Word Crimes, yes. the next song uh, by Weird Al Yankovic. Does yeah. that? That's your that's your call. Yeah. I don't know if that has a video. Does it? Does. It? Yeah, it does. Oh God, it does. It's not. It, but it's it's not him. It, it's just the word. It's the lyrics. Okay, it's a lyric and it, video. And it's just, now, I picked this song because one. I understand where he's coming from because I know this is gonna split the, the 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 audience in half, but I am a goddamn grammar Nazi. I can't stand people who don't understand the difference between the because he and he doesn't bring this up in this song, which is amazing to me. But the three your uh, the two yours your and your and the theirs and the theirs and not and, and not only that then and then I still have problems with Ugh. then then and then. You just, that then is an is is a time is a time and then, then is comparison right, but my brain gets confused while writing. Yeah, that's a that's a me problem, not a, a uni- like it's right. not like I wasn't taught. But the, but my these, brain just but doesn't these are do things, it right. These are things that they they physically annoy me. <laughs> the yours, your your, and, yeah. you know, your your, and then the theirs. I get right because those bother me. Yeah, um, but that's because I had to spend so much time. Learning how to write and how to read, and right. I used to get, I, I, you know, Catholic school. You get your hands hit for the wrong, wrong words. Yeah. So I get, I, I get why it bothers some people. I get why it bothers me. But I've learned to be a little more lenient with it. Um, you I, know, when reading it, and, right? Especially in text messages, because nobody spells anything right. In, and in as, text as we're, well, that, that's getting. But as we're sitting here, I'm thinking of of another one. Our and R, A R E. People use A R E as our. You never seen it? I've never seen that. Good for you, because that would that would be like, what's right. wrong with you? Right. Are you having a stroke? Right. Because <laughs> am you know, I having a stroke? I, I don't know if it's just where we live, but you know, I I pronounce it hour. Yeah, which is also H O U R E, but I mean H O U R. But I don't see people get that confused. Well, the English language in and of itself is it's, very confusing because it's right. a mix of several languages. Right. But these are people who grew up in the United States. Yeah, but speaking even speaking English. Yeah. Well, even even then, sometimes have you ever heard somebody from Baltimore? Say the name Aaron. No, A A Ron. No, no, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, yeah, but that's a that's a that's a. Uh, yeah, they're saying it. Yeah, but, but it's not wrong. 
they're not using it in the wrong context. Yeah. This is this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I get that. Right? So and and the, the one thing I love about this song is I mean he he's mean in it. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's mean. Well, nobody 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 really expects Weird Al to ever get angry right. or aggressive. And he's not an angry or aggressive guy, no. but he can write for he's anything. He's the nicest guy in the world as yeah, it, from, from what here. everyone hears. Right. Not uh, not according to his um his movie. Well, I the haven't Daniel seen Radcliffe I haven't masterpiece. Seen, did you watch it? No, not yet. I haven't watched it. I heard it's But I, the clips I, that I've seen, he right. talks about, you but know, I think, but I think that's the parody of it. Yeah. Is that he's such a nice guy in the movies about him being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like we spoke before, I, before we started recording, I could have made a whole list of Weird Al songs. Of Weird Al songs. All my funny songs could have been Weird Al songs. We may do a like a best of Weird Al. Oh. And I, that would totally be and totally be valid and cuz a lot of fun cuz Weird Al this, is a fun writer as i'm putting this one on there i'm like i'm like oh i want to i want to also put this one on and i also want to put this one on and i'm like all right just pick one so i picked this one only because it's it, 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 i agree with what he's saying yeah. it's it's a funny song and it's a true song to me <laughs> i mean some of the things he says i uh, i'm guilty of like so, i say i say who instead of whom and all that stuff but well, those are the who and whom are because who became a word mm-hmm. after English. Yeah. Um, because we shorten words. Yeah. Uh, do you know why we shorten words in the English language? Why there are less letters than lazy? No. Um, so when you used to do uh, printing, uh, offset printing yeah. for newspapers and stuff, yeah. they paid by the letter. So, ah, so the word take, color now it doesn't have a U. Yeah. Uh, aluminum is missing a whole bunch of letters. <laughs> aluminium. Aluminium. We 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 use the H in, in herbs and herbs. Yeah. But it's you know it's not said because we started shortening words. Uh-huh. Um, whom became who? There are a whole bunch of words that that didn't exist. Through the word through yeah. became T H R U because T H R O U G H. I always thought that was thruff. I th- I thought that was. Improper English, T-H-R-U. T-H-R-U has become common speak. Really? Yes. But because we use it for like drive-through, because it's a hyphenated word and uh, we use it as a, a, colloquial, a colloquial... It's an actual word now. It's a real word now. So it's in the dictionary. It's, it's Yes. There are so many words that have been added to the oh, dictionary. I know. And I it's know. not that they're invalid. It's just that because we use them so often, right. they've become part of, this, part of this language that we all agree upon. Mm-hmm. But... Traditionally, in the traditional language, it doesn't come from the Germanic, Latin, or um, uh, Anglican languages. Right. It's, know, a, these, it's, a, it's a truly American yeah, language. Like there's there's so much of our language. If you understand Latin, mm-hmm. you understand a third of all. Right, like Spanish, Italian, mm-hmm. right? Even and French. Uh, it's French. It's, Roma- it's it's a Romance language. Yeah. Uh, right? It's uh, Spanish, French. Italian, Italian, right? and then Latin. you have Latin, which are all connect. Those are all connected, and Portuguese. Okay, yeah, yeah. Portuguese, Portuguese and Spanish are like very Sp- close. Spanish and Italian, almost. Yes, yeah. yeah. So those are all very and close. Then you got German, uh, German, and English. Uh, it, it's German, Norwegian. Uh-huh. English um, not part of that. Dutch. Well, English is actually a combination of the Latin languages and the Germanic languages. Really? Okay. Because there's a lot of words that we use. Kindergarten and um, right. fiance. Those are so one is kindergarten is German. So, right. Fiance is French. Right. You know they're all these, but they're English words. They're they're they've become English words. Yeah. Uh, fiance. The the translation would be betrothed. Uh huh. And even that is Germanic word. 
Yeah, right. Um, when we think of the word the, mm. uh, or with, with is my favorite. With is not a word in Spanish. I'm getting a in Spanish. It's right con, c o n. Con, yeah. In in German, it's well, but mit. that's but that's mit in German. Mit mit. Okay. So there, that's mit became with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just the language evolved. Yeah. Uh, Chinese and Japanese and Korean, they're similar. Uh huh. But they're not dialects. They're complete separate languages. Yeah. German, French, Italian, Latin. They're all similar, uh-huh. but they're not. But they all helped create English. Uh-huh. And one of the cool things about language, especially the English language, is that how wrong it is all the time, mm-hmm. yet still right. French is just as weird. Yeah. German is just as weird. Yeah, yeah. And there's this, like, how we spell things becomes it. How did we get on this? <laughs> where did we go? Cause, no, because weird out. Because we're weird out. So we're, we're there. We're yeah, there. We're, we're in it. <laughs> and th- but language is such a weird, a weird thing. Like we live in the United States. We speak English, mm-hmm. but English is not the standard language. We have no standardized language. Well, we, yeah, we don't have any any. There's no, there's Which, no uh, national language. As I was as, when I was younger, I was like, oh, well, it should be English. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, no, not necessarily. No, it because could, be, could they be cold languages, especially where we live? Well, it should be uh, English and Spanish. One of the coolest things. um, so we, I have a friend who lives in Canada, uh, this guy, Mark. Mark lives on the French-Canadian side. Yeah. All the signs are in French and English. Yeah. Because they speak both. Right. Um, I have no problem with uh, universal language. Like, you know, we use all symbols and signs. Yeah. Like stop signs are octagons mm-hmm. and, you know, right. speed signs are squares with a number. So you don't necessarily have to read and write in English to mm-hmm. understand them. Um, there should be an IQ test for a driver's license, but it doesn't have to be in any particular <laughs> language. Like language, yeah. Um, yeah, not the, the idea of a national language passed me, like I gave up on the idea cause yeah. it's xenophobic in my, in and, my mind. And not only that, but, but like I said, where we live, the guys I work with mostly speak Spanish. Yeah. Mostly. The, well, I work with contractors obviously. Yeah. And, uh, and they, yeah, it's mostly Spanish, Spanish the, and Portuguese. There are two guys in, in engineering in my, in my hospital mm-hmm. and, um, one guy Speaks Creole, yeah, mostly. What? Well, he's he's Haitian. Okay, no, but so wow. He, he's, okay, he's he speaks English. Yeah, but his primary language is Creole. Yeah, and then there's this cool dude. He's so awesome. His name is Walter. Uh-huh. Walter speaks Spanish. His his primary is Spanish. His English. He's very uncomfortable in English. Yeah. So I'm like, you just talk to me in Spanish, and if uh, I don't know what I'm what you're saying, I'm going to ask you to repeat it. Yeah. But I'm going to try. Yeah. And he understands my English. Right. Well enough. Right. So when we talk, he talks in Spanish. I talk in English. It confuses everybody. Yeah. I'm like, this is the way language should be. But if it, we could translate fast enough. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I wish, you know, they they start now they start language early. Like yes. my kids, my kids have been taking Spanish since I think first grade. Well, my son's been getting yelled at in Spanish since he was two. <laughs> but but I they didn't give it to me until. Uh, oh, high school. No, I think did I, get, I took it middle school. Oh man, I think they didn't but, even give us that option. But but the whole thing is, is by then, dude, I don't give a shit, and I didn't think I would ever need it, you know. And now I and I look and I go, God, I wish I paid attention. And I'm I'm because ter- these guys be making fun of me. Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> we are. Uh, one of my things is my Spanish is terrible. My English unassisted would have been terrible. Right. Like I had help right. with language, so without that help, I'd be a stuttering, stammering mess. Right. 
So in Spanish, I am a stuttering, stammering mess. Still, huh? Yeah, no, that's something because it's it's not it's it's because I have to think about it, think about it, then translate it, then attempt to say it. Uh-huh. So it's like a three step process. It takes longer for me to get one sentence out than it would somebody else to speak an right. entire paragraph. Yeah. So for me, if I can get it out in few in as few words as possible, it works. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to sound like garbage. Yeah. And it's the language. I mean, Spanish is a beautiful language. I understand Spanish. Yeah. Somewhat, like I have a decent understanding. Well, you're like you're like uh, my wife. You're like Mary Jane. She, you know, she can understand it. She can't speak it, but she can. I have not mo- well. Like I can, I can get my point across to a patient. Yeah, but um, right. That's that's kind of yeah. what Mary Jane is, and and, and uh, but it, the fun part about having you guys around, you, Mike, my wife, is that man. Don't don't think that you're. Getting over on you? Yeah. We 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 all know your your cool nickname. Uh-huh. I know we're listen, I we we all know you're not a Jewish guy named Marty Cohn. <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes. But but the funny thing is is that you know, they I remember Castle Heights all the time I would be oh. there. And, and, and then no, we turned to Latasca. Latasca because yeah, I wasn't with Mary Jane when when uh when it was the, but we'd go there and we'd hang because we hang out with Frank and uh the Spanish guys would talk you hear him talking crap. Either about me or about Mary Jane, and she would answer them in, in Spanish, and they'd flip out. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was lucky enough that I, le- I learned Spanish kind of from the neighborhood, like because mm-hmm. around here, there's a lot of Hispanic. There, there used to be a lot more Puerto Rican in this neighborhood, yeah. but I didn't learn from them. I learned it from the Mexican guys I worked with. Yeah. So my, my Spanish is very much in the Mexican dialect. Yeah. So when I speak Spanish, the guys at work look at me like, wait, you're Puerto Rican. I'm like, yeah, but you use you use Mexican Despite, words. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's just how I learned. See, my, my father-in-law for uh, Mary Jane told me for a while he would only talk to her in Spanish. If You know what? If you get your point across. Yeah. I, I, I as long as you get your point across, right. who cares? No, but he would like, do it on purpose to. Oh, to to, 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 to make sure that she knew. Yeah. My, I wish my dad had done that more with me. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's not his fault. It's my fault. Yeah. I, I wish my Spanish was stronger and I'm, I'm probably going to work on it with my son because I want him to at least have Spanish, English and Latin. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had to take Latin in high school. It was forced. Well, that's a that's a Catholic school thing, right? No, it wasn't a Catholic school thing. Uh-huh. It was a education thing. Like my parents forced me to take Latin. Oh, it was okay. called Latin Zero. It was held before school started. Oh, you poor bad. Yeah, I had to take. But now here's the thing. It didn't do anything for me in high school. It yeah. didn't do anything for me in college. But now it has. When I went to x-ray school, we have a class called medical terminology. Mm. Oh, and it's all in Latin. Well, the Latin Every words. medical term is Latin. And right. as I as I was taking the class, I'm like, I'm ace in tests. Yeah. And the teacher's like, where did you learn this? I'm like, Catholic school Latin. <laughs> like, you took Latin? I'm like, no, I was forced to take Latin. Yeah. And this is where it paid off. Yeah. And to my parents' credit, I don't think they – like, we had no inclination that I was going into the medical field. Yeah. Like, up until that point, I was taking computer science classes. I was doing everything computer-based. And some music stuff just because I wanted – I was interested in music, but it didn't it didn't stick educational-wise. Mm-hmm. And when I switched over to, uh, to, to medical, it was like that. It was so fast. Yeah. I breezed through – it was a 12-week course. I never had to study. I did oh, – oh, every bit of Latin – taught itself yeah because i had already done it once and all those words are universal and that's why they use latin because latin 
most of the Latin languages are mm. all the same. So in Italian, all these words would be the same. In in French, all these words would be the same. So all those medical terminology that you see on, you know, uh, fibromyalgia, right, right. they're all based in Latin. Yeah. So all of those words, all of the body parts, all the pieces of bones are all like that. Yeah. Which brings us to our last song. Oh, speaking of weird <laughs> knowledge. I know. We've been, we, man, we, we've been going we, on tangents today. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. So your last song. My last song is, it's, it's, another, it's another one that me and Mike laughed over and over and over at. This is Richard Cheese with the song Milkshake. And yes, this is that same song Milkshake that you're thinking Co- of. Khalees? What was her name? Uh, Kellis. Yeah. Um, she put this out in the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, it became a meme. Yeah. My milkshake of. brings all the boys to yeah. the yard. So Richard Cheese is known for doing lounge music. And he got famous because of the movie Dawn of the Dead. Because he did a lounge arrangement of Down with the Sickness. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it was, now, okay. yep. it was so good. Yeah. And so, it's so stupid, but so good. His covers, because he only does, he only really does covers. Yeah. They're so funny. Uh, gin and juice. Yeah. Um, milkshake. Um, probably anything you could think of. Your own personal did Jesus. Didn't he do, he did a Rage Against the Machine? Didn't he do oh, Killing in the Name of? He, he did an album called Lounge, Lounge Against the Machine. And it's all? I don't know if it's all. Oh, okay. But he did a lot. Right. Um, he did a whole bunch of weird ones. Yeah. But this this always made me laugh. It's it's short. It's uh, under a minute. It's, it's yeah, fifty two seconds. Was it fifty or forty nine? Yeah, I remember literally fifty two. I remember looking at it and going, "Oh, all right." But it's so funny, right? Because he doesn't do the whole song. He just no. kind of does the hook. Yeah, he does uh, U two songs. Yeah, uh, I forget which I forget which song it is. Uh, a Sunday Bloody Sunday. Uh-huh. He does, and he counts it like like Bono would count it. <laughs> wrong, uh-huh. you know. You know, Bono, the world's largest poop, <laughs> according to South Park, <laughs> weighs 52 curricks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, a- it's, such a, it's such a goofy song. And Richard Cheese, there, I had, I had uh, two directions I could have gone with the lounge thing. There's John Valby yes. and Richard Cheese. And John Valby. Valby's more dirty. He's just dirty. Yeah. His writing is all about shock factor. Yeah. Richard Cheese writes good songs. But they're lounge songs and lounge arrangements. Because of this, in my YouTube videos, yeah. another comedian came up who did um, a lounge arrangement for Cannibal Corpse's Rancid Amputation. <laughs> and it's <laughs> hilarious. Because he literally plays like a... like a that 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 And singing the most vile Cannibal Corpse lyrics. That's funny. I mean, like, this is funny because it's... Taking a regular song and right, making it, laugh, and that yeah. is funny because he's taking the most violent lyrics and turning them into a cutesy, uh-huh. a cutesy um, lounge act. Yeah, like it's almost family friendly except for the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> and the <laughs> music hilarious. upbeat. But this is, I mean, this Richard Cheese can do no wrong. Yeah, his he had albums like I'd Like a Virgin. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Uh-huh. A lounge Against the Machine. There's. So, they're so silly. He did Madonna songs, uh, Kellis, um, U2. I think he did a Metallica song. I'm sure he has. He's so goofy. Yeah. But yeah, this is the kind of crap that makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, this was a, yeah, this was a fun one. I want to say, check out Ninja Sex Party. Uh, check out Scatterbrain. You know, the guys who yeah. aren't really, 
unknown. Like, yeah. every, and Richard Cheese. Um, yeah. Everyone knows Weird Al Yankovic. And if you don't, go look him up because Weird Al <laughs> Yankovic is an icon in music. Forget as a comedian. Yeah. As a musician. Cause yes, he's a very, he's an accordion player. And it's funny, you he's, you fa- you picked this song because you identified with this. Yes. Um, I'm, as a fat man, uh-huh. I identify with fat. Eat it. Eat it and fat. The Michael Jackson songs. And I love that the fact that he's asked everyone he's ever covered a song for permission. Yeah, yeah. And usually they say yes. And uh Prince Prince didn't say Prince yes. said no. And I, I, Julio had said no and then changed his mind. Yeah. Because he realized that Weird Al wasn't going to be He wasn't making fun of him. He wasn't making fun of him. He was making fun of something else using his song. Right, right. And that's the thing that always made me Love Weird Al because he never made fun of the song he was singing. He made fun of another thing, right? And like I think he did American Pie, but about Although, Star no, you, Wars. You're wrong. Huh? Smells like Nirvana is about Nirvana. Eh, well, it's Nirvana. I have. But I have you know nev- what? But I have you know, nothing good to say but, about Nirvana. But do you know why? You have nothing good to say about Nirvana. Okay, nope. we're gonna go, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that one. But I think only he, Dave Grohl. I think he did that because I think Kurt Cobain was so. Head over heels that he wanted to do a song. Oh, he a let Nirvana him yeah. a song. He probably let him that do whatever. Probably like, dude, make fun of us. <laughs> he might, I don't know, but uh, but listen, this was a great one. It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to tell you guys, please reach out to us, give us suggestions, uh, let us know what we've said wrong. Yeah, correction. <laughs> corrections we're are always good for corrections. We're we going to be dumb, and we're also going to be having um, people come on in the next few months to actually issue corrections in person yeah and my favorite we're going to be talking to some people and they're going to be bringing new information to us yeah and we appreciate the love and the respect that we've gotten from people the corrections everyone's brought them to us happy right and even if you're not happy with us and you want to correct something please let us know we we love to hear from people you know and we want to we want to get things right and and even if we're wrong we will we're Perfectly comfortable letting oh, yeah. the world know we're wrong. Dude, I'm wrong about a lot of things. Yeah, I see the way you dress. <laughs> and that's coming from me. So so our our, our email address is hitthestagepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, our uh, Instagram is at hit the, hit the stage podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's hard uh, to remember these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You can reach out. Me and Dave are both on on Instagram, if you find our personal pages, mine is uh, basher.exe. Right, mine which is, I will probably change in the next few months because <laughs> mine, mine is no longer funny. Nugs29. Nugs is a Z uh, with a Z. That's N O O G Z. Yeah, 29. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I think that is it for now. Oh, included in this one is going to be any videos we can get, any music videos, yeah. the playlist. And maybe I'll try to throw some links in for our Instagram and Facebook. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, look for us online. We're gonna be we're gonna be adding stuff all the time. Right. Um, we're probably gonna be adding little bits and pieces in between shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we we record these in batches, so they're not gonna be a hundred percent up to right. date. For example, but, today I wanted to talk about the new Metallica, but listen, not today. I mean, today in this batch of shows we're doing, but we don't have but a topic for listen, it yet. Listen, if I said the new Metallica now. This is going to be like a month and a half or two months after. There could it came be another out. song coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a rock and roll roller coaster for the next couple yeah. of months. So this is a uh, what episode are we on? This is episode ten. This is episode ten. Wow. So we're ten in. 
I'm having a great time. This has always been a blast. Uh, Continues to be a blast. Yeah. And uh, listen, we're, we're, we're still improving. I know we need we need a we need an opening song. We're working on that. Oh, I'm working on it. It's it's not good, but I'm working on it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it for now. If anyone has any suggestions or ideas, uh, like I said, we're working on video. We're working on uh, an intro. We might even work on an outro. Yeah, it's probably just gonna be me farting into a microphone. And, not this one because I put it to my face. And and hearing from you guys is awesome. I can't tell you how many people I've heard from from my past, from you know. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing, and and the participation is awesome. Yeah, Thanks, we guys. we love this. We love you. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail, Halford. <laughs> As always, love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>